Hello and welcome to Experience Variety, one of the habits available on Flex and in many senses a springboard towards the many flavours of different. So why are we interested in variety? Well, we're interested firstly because our language suggests it's important. Expressions we're all familiar with include variety is the spice of life. A change is as good as a rest. Uh, Afra Ben suggested that variety is the soul of pleasure. There are plenty more. And the science is pretty compelling too. Researchers have found the more you can vary the way you do the things you do, the better you'll be at avoiding hedonic adaptation. Hedonic adaptation shows that repeated exposure to a stimulus reduces its ability to excite or repel. In other words, we get used to it. Once positive experiences become less positive, and once negative experiences become less negative. To put it simply, we adapt. And adapting to the environment is, of course, the key to our evolutionary survival. It's been great, but when our ambitions move beyond survive and on to thrive, a different approach is required. It's an approach that flicks the switch from autopilot to manual, from our reptile brain to our human brain, from safety mode to adventure mode, from left brain to right brain. The approach that allows us to move from survive to thrive is the approach that seeks out the new and the different. It's an approach that values adventure. It's one where we value curiosity above comfort, where we understand that the benefits of exploring new places, new people and new parts of our personality outweigh the momentary uncomfortableness and trepidation we feel as we step into the unknown. Our need to explore, to learn and to discover is what makes us human. It's what drove hunter-gatherers to venture beyond the horizon, to eat new plants, to pick up a hollow stick and make sounds with it. Dr. Bianca Whitman at the Neuroimaging Centre at University College London suggests it all happens in the ventral striatum, part of our brain that is at the crossroads of neural networks responsible for the process of reward or the processes of reward, motivation and decision making. To quote Bianca, seeking new and unfamiliar experiences is a fundamental behavioural tendency in humans and animals. It makes sense to try new options as they may prove advantageous in the long run. For example, a monkey who chooses to deviate from its diet of bananas, even if this involves moving to an unfamiliar part of the forest and eating a new type of food, may find its diet enriched and more nutritious. When we do something different that turns out to be beneficial, it's rewarded by a release of neurotransmitters such as dopamine. These rewards help us learn which behaviours are preferable and advantageous and worth repeating. Brain scientist Gregory Burns argues that our two long-term needs are simply novelty and challenge. His research suggests that even the expectation of something novel is enough to set off the dopamine receptors that make us feel good. It's called the exploration bonus. We are programmed to learn and we're rewarded doing so. Experiencing variety is the smallest of steps into the unknown. It's about spicing up our routines. It's about doing what we usually do, but differently. It's about frequency. If you really like a song and play it constantly, or like a meal and eat it all the time, you're tired of it. 
play a song once a week or eat a meal once every two weeks and you'll enjoy it for longer. It's about finding the optimal frequency for each individual activity. A frequency that means each activity remains fresh, meaningful and positive. It's about time. If you walk in the same park every day at the same time, you're going to bump into the same people and see the same things. The seasons will help you, but even going out half an hour earlier or later might be just enough to mix things up. It's about place. If you always take the same route somewhere, you'll succumb to the adaptation rut. You'll drive for an hour without noticing a thing. Autopilot will have been engaged the whole time. And if you just take a different route or use a different mode of transport, it's often enough to get the dopamine flowing. It's about people. Nurturing relationships, hanging out with the same people is a positive thing to do. But as Oscar Wilde says, everything in moderation, including moderation. Engaging new people is a great way to wake ourselves up. Great way to introduce variety into our lives. It's about personality. We all have different parts of our personality. Research by my colleagues, professors Ben Fletcher and Karen Pine, suggests that the most successful of us are able to flex between the different parts of our personality. Introverted in one moment, extroverted in another. Taking a risk today and playing it safe tomorrow. Uh, unassertive in one meeting, assertive in another. You get the idea. Experimenting with different parts of our personality develops that part of our personality like a muscle. It's about activity. Do you do the same thing every week? Do you play tennis with the same people every week? What could you do to mix things up? Play a different sport? Play on a different court? Change the partnerships? Wear something different? Use a new set of balls? Use table tennis scoring? Whatever you do on a regular basis, there are always ways in which you can introduce variety. One small change can be enough to give you that dopamine fix. It's about reflecting. It's very easy to just do things without reflecting on them. It seems reflecting on an experience is a way of extending the experience. You might want to make a note in your journal or simply reflect on the takeaway moments. My preferred method is photographs. I send a lot of photos to people using the TouchNote app. Their photo arrives through their front door in postcard form. It's not always a great user experience, but when it works, it extends the experience for me when I send it and extends the experience for my recipients when they see a postcard of them arrive through the letterbox. I share photos using albums in Google Photos and once a year we as a family print a photo album. It's a genuine treat when it arrives in the post and every so often we flick through an album or two. If you're sold on the idea of experiencing variety, think food. Different ingredients, different ways of cooking, eat somewhere different, with someone different. If you've got young kids, consider doing what Judith Mindart did and give them a melon to eat in the bath, a watermelon, of course. And let me know if your kids enjoyed the experience as much as Judith did. Music. Listen to an unexplored genre. Ask for recommendations from somebody significantly older or younger than yourself. Find a foreign language radio station. Listen to something you haven't listened to for years. 
dancing encouraged. Sport, games and hobbies. Play something you've never played before or haven't done since you were a kid. My new hobby is petonk, also known as bulls, and I love it. The conditions are always different and there's always somebody new to meet, very often from a different culture and always something new to learn in terms of the game itself. Make or mend something. Swap your usual routine for some time making or mending something. Ask someone for help if you get stuck. Maybe make or mend something on a regular basis. Offer your services to people you know and see what happens. Swap seats. Swap where you work, where you eat, where you watch TV. Swap your usual seat on the bus or train and experience a different view. Wear something different. One of my personal favourites. Swap something you always wear for something you rarely wear or borrow something from a friend or housemate. Don't be afraid to be adventurous and see who notices. Take real care to see if anyone notices. You might be surprised. Read, listen or watch something different. You get the idea. A life without variety can easily become a rut. We're good at adapting to the good and to the bad. Our reptile brain does what it can to stick to the predictable, to the known, to the same as usual, because that's safer and it consumes less calories. Our human brain values novelty, and that has a positive impact on our well-being, but it's not easy. Novelty requires energy, which means to one extent or another, we all end up living a certain part of our life on autopilot. Minimising the amount of time we spend on autopilot is about introducing variety as a way of waking ourselves up, a way of noticing and feeling what we normally fail to notice or feel. And once we've started to wake ourselves up in those small moments, once we start tasting what it's like to do things differently, we're on our way. We're aware of the need and we can flex our habits on a regular basis. We slowly become less afraid of different and more willing to step outside our comfort zone, more willing to experiment with new ways of doing things. And from the simple idea of variety, we start to experience the law of unintended consequences. We start to experience the positive ripples we could never have forecast or predicted. And I've got to tell you, they rarely disappoint. Repeat, experience variety until it becomes your new normal and anything else is an exception. If you've already downloaded Flex, you'll have access to a range of goals, which each focus on a range of very specific habits. You decide which habits you want to build and Flex will suggest a range of small steps for you to experiment with. Each step is a way for you to explore different ways of behaving. You'll be able to convert these small steps from one-off experiments into something you repeat on a regular basis. We call them routines. You'll also be able to track your well-being and sign up to other related goals such as stress less, feel healthier, be more resilient, be happier, and many more. All Flex goals are designed to boost your well-being if you've not yet downloaded Flex, see how far you can get with creating your own small steps using the ideas described in this episode and join us on Flex if you need some extra help. Good luck.